keep the noise away from your goals. Like if you set your goals, you have your strategy to be careful to not be distracted by people saying, well, that's not possible. Keep your eye on the ball. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, today we have a great interview with Denise Bonder, VP of TA at Spring Education Group. Denise, welcome to the show and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Great, great. So to kick this off, uh, why don't you kind of take a minute or so and go into your background a little bit, specifically maybe how you got into talent acquisition and uh, the types of roles that led you to the role you're in today. Sure. So I was originally with a staffing firm, an external staffing firm, and I had a client. So I'm based in Los Angeles. I had a client that I worked with quite extensively. They're now called The Wonderful Company. It's a big Los Angeles private organization. And the brands that they own are Fiji Water and Palm Wonderful, Wonderful Pistachios. You may know them. At the time, um, they really did not have a recruiting function. And I always say this, like if they were smart, they would have hired someone that had worked in recruiting in-house. But for some reason, they thought it would work and with me. And ultimately, it did. And so we started their first TA function and built the team up there. And that was in 2006 when I started with them. Uh, great experience. I stayed with them for almost nine years and then moved on to be um, director of TA for Beachbody, another LA-based business, and then Aramark, uh, which is a large, you know, private, a large public company. And what, some of the folks that I had worked with, the wonderful company, uh, were at Spring, uh, specifically the CEO and the CFO. And so when they, you know, started at Spring, they called me and they basically said, hey, you know, we need a TA function here. And um, we'd like to have you come and start that for us. So that was great because these are people that I knew, you know, know when you know and love somebody, it's easy to join them. And so I was excited to do that. And so in my current role, I do report to the CFO. She oversees all of all human resources function. And um, my function includes talent acquisition through onboarding. Once someone's onboarded and they're a new employee, pretty much the HR team takes over from there. Great. And you walked me through earlier a little bit around the structure and background of the organization. Maybe go into a little bit more depth around kind of the scope around how many hires you make a year, how kind of how the organization is structured, some of those types of things to give some perspective um, to the audience. 
Yeah, sure. Spring Education Group is a the largest, actually, private school network in the country. We have four different, what I would call, divisions to our organization. We have our Laurel Springs School, which is an online K-12 school. Um, we have a K-12 group, which is preschool through grade eight mostly, but also grade 12. Our group called Basis International Schools, which is a group of um, brick and mortar schools, K-12. Eight, you know, preschool through grade 12. And our final organization would be our early childhood education group, which is primarily preschools. But we sit today in over 200 brick and mortar preschools in our online school. Um, we were hiring on average all those four groups together, about 2,500 people a year pre-COVID. This year during our 2020 year, <laughs> 2020, 2021, because our fiscal year is also the academic year, we're at about 900. So like many organizations, you know, we had reduction in force. Um, the organization had about 7,400 employees when I joined in the summer of 2019. We're probably about 5,600 now. Okay, great. So let's talk a little bit about as you look at current initiatives and then also leading into your next fiscal year coming up this summer. What are some of the key initiatives that you and your team are focused on? The key initiative in the past you know, year and a half was really about process. How do we become one TA team? How do we create TA process that works for the different divisions? And then also what's, what systems do we adopt right, for that? So everybody, there were three different applicant tracking systems that we were on. We then uh, evaluated those plus a couple of others and decided on one. Um, we decided on a CRM. And, you know, really it was, this past year was about building process and the technology to support it. Uh, this coming year, uh, we are changing out our CRM and it's really, really about outward focus. We, you know, redoing our careers portal, trying to create a candidate experience that's much more seamless, less paper driven, and also the recruiter mindset, like really helping them switch from you know, filling jobs more, what we all think about is more traditional to really, you know, being a re more of a recruiter that's out doing more outreach, more marketing, more keeping in touch, building pipelines, you know, things that a lot of the folks on the team, either from a previous organization hadn't done, or if they had been with us before, they also didn't do. So it's retraining them a little bit. And so those are some of the things that are coming up for this next year. Sounds like you did a nice job laying the foundation, and then now we'll get into how do you leverage those foundational elements to provide more strategic value to the organization, and so that's great, and I'm sure the organization will appreciate that for sure. What do you foresee as maybe some of the biggest challenges or, or headwinds that you have going into this next year? Yes. You know, teachers are hard to find. They've been hard to find for several years. I mean, luckily, once we capture teachers in our K through 12 organization across the board in all divisions, they stick it out with us. They're very stable. In the preschool organization, however, and I think in that industry in general, turnover is quite high. And um, with COVID, we've even found it, you know, how do we even reach these people? How do we stay in touch with them? There's not a lot of people that are entering into the early childhood as a, you know, industry, as a career. So we're really challenged with finding people that will stick it out. And also it's very, it's not an easy position. They're dealing with young children, parents, and if anybody out there is a parent, has a young child, you know, releasing your child into the care of somebody 
um, is, you know, it's an intense thing and it's intense for them too. So there is, I would say in the industry in general, kind of high turnover. We also experience that. And we're trying to figure out how, not only how do we find people, how do we get them to stick? So that's been, you know, kind of the biggest, that's really the biggest challenge we're facing right now. Sure. So as you look into the future for talent acquisition as a function, what are some of your thoughts on what you see either as a challenge or or opportunity for for TA looking forward in the future 2021 and beyond? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I knew you were going to ask me that question. And I, I think for me, when I think about it, and I've been doing this for a while, so have you, it's a lot of it, I think technology is changing who we are as recruiters, how we function, you know, the options for technology, you know, what that means for us and how we can adapt technically as recruiters. I I think that's changing the landscape of who is a recruiter and, you know, and how we use the technology to get what we need. I really think this is going to change us both for the better and probably a little bit for the worse too. So I think, you know, in the old days when you were really just on the phone all the time, you know, now you're communicating through texts and so missing, you know, things like body language and eye contact and, you know, other information that you get without realizing it. So I, I, I think it's really interesting. We'll see what will happen. That's a great point. I mean, it's technology is amazing and, and adds a lot of value, but also you have to be careful because you don't want to lose uh, the human touch and, and some of the nuance there that you talk about. And so it's really, it's a delicate balance in order to be able to design the right experience and delivery model to, to support the user experience that you want. So yeah, I, I think that it's a really interesting time in our evolution and uh, in the capability of technology, it's come so far. So to manage that is, it's, it'll be interesting for all of us in, in the TA space for sure. Yep, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Last question I would have for you is, as you think about your experience in talent acquisition and things that you've seen and, and done, um, what's a piece of advice that you would give to somebody else in, in the space as they look at their career? Yeah, I mean, I think, so my advice always is to keep, especially if you're a talent acquisition leader, is to keep the noise out of, away from your goals. Like if you set your goals and you know what you want to do and you have your strategy, to be careful to not be distracted by too many bells and whistles or, you know, people saying, well, that's not possible, like to sort of, you know, keep your eye on the ball. And then the other thing is, I think in terms of hiring recruiters, you know, I really look for tenacity because I think this, you know, all recruiting takes a huge amount of patience and consistency. And so, you know, we look for traits like tenacity and communication skills and, you know, that ability, like what you're talking about is adopting a balance between using technology, but using human contact, you know, the folks that you know are not afraid to get on a phone when they need to. So those are my, you know, my big sort of takeaways from my years of experience. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing you know, about your journey and as well as your knowledge and those types of things. And so I really appreciate you joining the show today. And thank you very much. Thanks so much, Ryan. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.